What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, everyone. Do we sound different? Do we sound (laughs) clearer? Well, you used you used that mic for your solo episode last week, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay. if you, if you got used to my clear vocals on the Two Degrees Hotter podcast, get hyped because they're here to stay. <laughs> yeah, I do think it sounded nice. Um, so we got new mics. We actually don't yes. have the same mic, which is funny, but we both have upgraded mics compared yes. to what we used to. So apologies if anything sounds weird for this first episode. Um, Hopefully I'll be able to fix any weird nuances in post, but we're still figuring out. Like my mic has a bunch of settings, so maybe I need to adjust something for next time. So give us some grace, but hopefully we sound better. We're excited to be upgraded for you guys. Hopefully it makes for a better listening experience. Yeah, we have gotten listener feedback that the quality of the show was not up to to standard. (laughs) (laughs) Up to that listener's standard. So So we heard you. This is for you. Um, so this week we are going to be talking about protecting your peace. Yes. Yes. And I feel passionate about this one. Same. I think we all could stand to protect our peace in these times. I was just going to say this is something where I am both the teacher and the student (laughs) for Mm -hmm. sure. I'm all talk, no, no action when it comes to protecting your peace. So this is definitely something that I'm excited to chat about and get inspired to to implement more into my life and hopefully you guys feel the same. Yes. So if you don't know what it is, we're going to obviously get into it more after the segments, but it's essentially kind of safeguarding yourself from disruption, like minimizing disruption in your life, minimizing stress. So we're going to talk about some techniques and ways to protect your peace later on. But before we do that, we got to start with our segments, starting with the week in review. So you guys obviously heard Kylie's solo episode last week, um, and you might have wondered, where was Anya? Well, I'll tell you. Because um, you didn't say it. You just like – you were like, our schedules. Yeah. <laughs> you were like yeah. vague. <laughs> I'm really – and I didn't even realize that until like right now. People were like, I yeah. was on a secret mission. I'm like, nope. <laughs> just forgot. I was just on a little business trip. Um, so I figured I would talk about it because it's my first business trip that I've taken – in this job, I have gone on one business trip before when I was an intern, um, but that was just like to another office. This was like to a conference. Um, so it was cool. It was um, in Denver, which I feel like when I said that, everyone was like, ooh, but it's like we were really only there for like literally 20, like 24 hours. hours. <laughs> yeah. Like it was a really quick in and out trip. So we were able to go see the botanical garden, which was ooh. very nice. But other than that, like I didn't do anything denver E, So like I don't really feel like I can speak on – my opinion on the city at all, except for the fact that it's freaking spread out. Yeah. Um, So crazy. Like, I mean, I think we're just very like, we're in our little East Coast bubble where everything is like super dense, both population wise and like just the way streets are laid out and everything, especially in Boston. But I was like, oh my God, like we took a 23 mile Uber or something like that. And we were like, we left from Denver and we were still in Denver and like, we weren't even on like the far ends. And I was like, excuse me. So... (laughs) That was kind of crazy. Um, and I also – this might have just been a me thing, like not doing any research, I guess. But when I think of Colorado, I don't – I think of like green just in general. Yeah. I don't know why. I just am like, oh, mountains, like greenery. You know, you see like the beautiful images. Um, but Denver is a desert. I learned that. <laughs> um, and it might have been like the time of year. I'm sure maybe it's like a little greener at different times of year. But it like I saw my first tumbleweed. Like, oh my God, it was legit. Yeah. Like I was like, this is real life. Like there was an actual tumbleweed on the highway. So um, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Everything was like very, very dry, um, but very beautiful scenery, beautiful mountains. If you don't know, the Denver airport has a lot of conspiracy theories about it. So it was also interesting to like do some light reading before takeoff. Yeah. <laughs> like one of the – I mean, a lot of them are just ridiculous, like that the Freemasons meet underneath the airport and stuff like that. But the one thing that is kind of bizarre is that there's this humongous blue horse statue outside the airport, like just like kind of a piece of art. 
and the horse has red glowing eyes and it actually killed the artist. Like this, <laughs> yeah. And so the like a part of the sculpture like fell while it was being created and like severed their like artery and like they died. And <laughs> the sons what? of the artist decided to finish it and like it still went to the airport. And I'm like, I just feel like this is such bad juju. Like, why are you bringing this like negative? <laughs> I don't know. It's very weird. So they call it Blucifer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was very bizarre but anyways the business trip um it was good it was interesting to like be a professional in real life because obviously you guys know that we mostly work from home so it was a lot of people that I've like seen on zoom before but was meeting in yeah. person for the first time yeah um and we basically just had to speak on like what we were doing with this grant that we received for like five minutes that was like the whole point we went so literally like flew across the country to speak for five minutes but I guess that's corporate America um and it was good it was good experience to like be actually like I'm very used to like public speaking now but more so on zoom so it was very Mm -hmm. interesting to like be in front of a real room of real people um but yeah so that was me last week so that's why I was down for the count and um I will say Kylie's solo episode was fire so if you haven't listened yet stop my god literally everything (laughs) everything you said I was like yes snaps so go check it out even if you're not like I I would say it's not very law school like particular like a lot of the yeah no I think I I just I personally had an accelerated uh like coming of age <laughs> moment <Okay. laughs> in this past you know what I, I, I don't know if coming like, okay of age person is being right. a wildflower <laughs> I, i'm like it's so hard being a main character but we all must do it no but i feel like i just like i essentially got like the rundown of everything that a 20 something learns in like a year of my life so it kind of yeah it's just more so surrounding life in your 20s and what you learn as a 20 something just trying to figure it out and I, the catalyst for me happened to be dropping out of law school. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. And also, before you get into the second part of your week in review, because you mentioned Colorado and green, we're recording on 420, baby. So, oh my happy God. 420, wait. y'all. Happy I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I could tell. Yeah. Um, if you're in a state where it is legal, and even if you're in a state where it's not, uh, I hope you're enjoying your 420, or I hope you enjoyed your 420, because obviously this isn't coming out on 420. Uh, and legalize. You can tell we things. like are not. Yeah, yeah. You can tell we're not like stoners because yeah. we're here at 7:30 p.m. doing this. But enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like we're not stoners, but we very much support the legalization of yes. marijuana. So and the decriminalization. Yes, thank yes. you, thank you so, so much. So yeah. Anyways. Figure out throw that in. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I didn't even – I, like, have forgot that it was today. I, I only remembered because I saw some, um, like, ads, like, out on the street because it is legal in Massachusetts, if you didn't know. Yes. Um, so there were a couple of, like, funny, like, weed delivery service ads that's about 420. Funny. And I was like, wait. Um, so, yeah, that was the first thing I wanted to say. The second thing I wanted to say is I don't really know what's gotten into me, but <laughs> I have had a, like, low-key shopaholic week. Like, I think I've – purchased the most like clothing and items this week than I have in like many weeks prior. Um and so it's all stuff that I like I know I need and I will wear. So I don't feel bad about it, but I feel like and I don't know why I'm this way because I definitely wasn't raised to like feel guilty around buying things that I want or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like I need to work on this internally. Like I always feel like I have to explain myself when I like make a big order or whatever. But it's like I literally bought basics that I know I'm going to use. So it's like why do I have to explain to anyone? Like I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's because we but just like, did our lifestyle creep episode. I guess. Maybe that is it. Yeah. Um. So I got – I placed an order with Everlane that came here today. Ooh. And um, I was a little like nervous about the sizing because most of the stuff that I got was final sale. But everything fits. So that's good. And then I got three pairs of shoes in the last week, which – Listen, that sounds crazy, but if you know, I hate buying shoes. Yeah. So if I'm ever in the mood to do it, I need to like capitalize and like buy my – like this was literally like my shoe trip of the year. Like I will not (laughs) buy anymore – probably like the next two years, honestly. I really don't like (laughs) shoe shopping. So like the – for like the five minutes that I was like in the mood to go, I was like, all right, we got to do this now. So I did. 
Um, and I got some really fun kind of like iridescent sneakers. Mm-hmm. I got like uh, nude kind of like beige ones and some new workout sneakers. So anyways, kind of a shopaholic week. And that's pretty out of character for me. Um, but I don't know. just wanted to mention it because I feel like, yes, we are in our 20s. Yes, this is like a season of saving and everything. But like if you need stuff, like I literally was like looking at like my spring summer wardrobe and I was like, literally, what am I going to wear? Like none of this fits me. None of this is like my style. Um, and so now that I've purchased all the stuff, I need to look through my like existing wardrobe and, you know, put some stuff away. But yeah, anyways, that was it for me. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel better, I spent a cool, crisp $180 at Abercrombie because- That does make me feel better. The TikTok girlies really got me. Um, I got an exercise dress, a little yes. one shoulder. It's kind of like an outdoor voices. Well, I was going to- That's my favorite, so don't spoil. Oh, okay. Okay. Never we'll, mind. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold that but thought. I did get one of those, and I got three pairs of shorts because of the five pairs that I own- uh, two of them fit. And one of them is really like I'm saying that they fit. I'm lying to myself. Shorts are hard in I feel like post-college life. Like yeah. I'm like, what what are we wearing? Like what are the short vibes? Like yeah. I'm not even – I don't think that just because we're at a certain age or like level of professionalism that you need to dress a certain way. But – I just, I just don't feel like want me my personally. Bo- my <laughs> exactly. Like it's it's so I just I don't know. It's tough. And like I'm like kind of leaning more into like the breezy pant this summer. Ooh. More than the short. Love so we'll that. see how that goes. But yeah. It's yeah. But again, it was Abercrombie was having a sale and I needed them. Like I'm like, okay, it's not yeah. that un like realistically, once I get them in, as long as they fit fine, I'm probably gonna get rid of four out of five of my shorts. And I'm like having right. four pairs of shorts is not an outrageous thing in exactly. a wardrobe by any means. And yes, it's expensive because it's Abercrombie, but I'm hoping that like the quality is there yeah. and then I'll be able to use them for years to come. Cause I got the um the dad shorts. So they're supposed to be like baggier and they're not like a Bermuda by any means, but they are like a little bit longer. Bermuda. Those are like low key in though, like a bad. I know. I just haven't heard that word in a while. Like that, like that phrase. Did I trigger your fight or flight? (laughs) Like I'm like the plaid ones, orange and pink. Oh my god! Stop. Were you an orange and pink or a like what was the other color combo that everyone had? Was it like blue and blue and brown? Oh, blue and brown. I was an orange and pink. I'm a Libra sun. What did you think I was? Fair enough. Um, I, I've been rocking the TDH colors for a while now. Thank you so Yeah, I was going to say, not that being the seed that planted our branding yeah, back literally. in like 2010. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, anyways, that is not even my life update. I'm just like outing myself for my spending experiences. Life update? You mean or weekend review? Weekend what review. are we? What we said? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not me stealing. Not me stealing <laughs> from our mothers, Chelsea and Jay-Z. My bad. Um... So for my week in review, number one, this past Sunday was Easter Sunday. Uh, so all my Catholic girlies out there, if you celebrate. But I feel like myself included, maybe it's because I went to a Catholic college. But I just feel like I remember like Easter Sunday always seeing like a bunch of Instagram stories and Snapchat stories and stuff like that of people with family and like celebrating Easter. And this year, it looked like literally no one was celebrating at all. Like, people that I know mm. are, like, Catholic mm. weren't, like, celebrating. And granted, like, you throw the pandemic into the mix, so on and so forth. Even, like, my family did, and we ordered Chinese food on yeah Sunday. So, like, we were in the same boat. But it was just, like, interesting. Like, I, I feel like it's a glimpse into, like, one of the major changes of, like, a post-pandemic world is, like, I don't know. Are people just like, eh, why am I going to put on a tight floral dress and eat ham with my extended <laughs> family when I can like order Chinese food in sweatpants like I did? Yeah. Um, I also didn't do anything. I mean, not that I'm religious, but I thought like maybe we would get together with like Grant's parents or something. And yeah, we didn't. I literally stayed here and reorganized our closet. So Yeah. So I just – I found that interesting. If you celebrated Easter, I hope you had a good holiday. Uh, and if you didn't, I hope you had a good Sunday. I almost feel like it was so late this year that maybe yeah. just like people the were hype. Yeah, I don't know. But I agree. Like I didn't do eggs or anything. 
Yeah. Um, I did wish a guy that I'm talking to from Hinge a happy Easter and then he goes, I'm Jewish. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Love that. So happy Passover. Yeah. Passover. So I was like, my bad. Happy Passover. He goes, I'm not actually religious. I'm just I'm, – I am Jewish. I was like, okay, cool. Awesome. You're like, you're sending a lot of mixed signals. I was like, Thank okay, you. super duper. <laughs> um, I'm like, guys sending mixed signals. Oh, they do it. It touches everywhere, ladies. Anyways, um, my other – week in review or one of three or two of three uh is piercing related and i kind of again stole this from Anya's favorite i know you really be seeing what i put down and leveraging (laughs) it for your own benefit i love plagiarism (laughs) no but i really do have a piercing update so i have my nose pierced if you didn't know and i before the pandemic literally i think like february before the pandemic happened in 2020 got a new nose stud in and for whatever reason, I've had my nose pierced since I was 16. And for whatever reason, they gave me like the literal like starter post. You normally get like a big – the post is like the – Yeah. The thing that – the like needly part that actually goes into your nose Um, if you're not familiar with pie- piercings. This is so weird. It's literally like my exact um, no same way. situation. Yeah, oh, no, keep going though. I, I didn't <laughs> know it was our exact same situation. I'm not that much of a plagiarizer. Um. But yeah, so I noticed that it was too big and it was kind of one of those things where I was like, okay, yeah, like when I'm back home, because I really like the piercer that's near me here in New Hampshire. Um, And I was obviously in college at the time. So I was like, oh yeah, when I go back home, I'll make sure to go back and get the post changed out because every time I like sniffled, it would stick out. My like nose piercing would stick out and I'd have to push it back in. And in the springtime, your girl is sniffling a lot. So then March 2020 hit. And everything closed down. So I was like, okay, like whatever. It's not that like big of a hassle. And then things started to open up a little bit more. And I was back in New Hampshire for the long term. And then my piercing place actually had a fire at oh really their location. Yeah. So I I don't remember the story off the top of my head. If I'm maybe like one of their um, autoclaves or something. Yeah, that's crazy. But obviously they were closed for a little while while they were repairing the studio. And so finally. They like reopened, but it was just one of those things where I just kept putting it off. I was like, oh, I'll get down yeah. there. Oh, I'll get down there. Oh, I'll get down there. Finally, this past Sunday, I was like Ky- – or Saturday, sorry. I was like, Kylie, you ha- just go. Just go. Sit there. Wait however long it takes. Get it changed. Pay however much it is and like move on with your life. This is ridiculous. So I did. It ended up being like a 45-minute wait. Like I got there really? like 20 minutes after they opened and there you were – You couldn't make like an appointment? No, for piercings, they're just walking. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got there like 20 minutes after they opened because I didn't want to be that guy that shows up right at – I think they opened at like noon. I didn't want to be like, hey, right at noon. <laughs> but I guess everyone else did because there were freaking so many people there already. And I was talking to the piercer when I finally got in and she was like, oh, yeah, like a line started forming at 11.50. She was like, I don't know what's up, but everyone wants to get pierced today, I guess. I was like, oh. I was like, well, hopefully I'm an easy case for you. Like I just need a new post. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it literally once I actually like sat down in the chair it was a five minute she just put the new post in she was like okay like move your nose around and sniffle and see how it feels and it's like perfect now so I finally have like a properly fitting nose piercing and it honestly helped me fall a little bit like back in love with my nose piercing because it's not just like a nuisance anymore I'm like oh yeah this is what it this looks like, like when cute. it like fits yeah um so yeah, that happened. And then the last thing, I won't get into the details mainly because I think I'm going to bore everyone with freaking CRM importing and oh no, marketing not campaign. one of these. I oh. I right. <laughs> That's bad. the worst. I've done the same thing. It's the worst. So, at my job, if you don't know, there's four people on my team. One of which is more so on like the graphic design side of things. So even though he's on the marketing team, like he isn't really doing the same thing that me and my other two coworkers, including my boss, are doing. You know what I mean? So of me, my coworker, my other coworker, and my boss, we're kind of like the the marketing in a traditional sense uh, team, and my coworker, who's like the middleman between my boss and I, like in position wise, uh, is on parental leave. She just had a baby, which is very exciting. But that means that I had to take over a good chunk of her responsibilities while she's out on parental leave. 
And one of them is mass importing leads and contacts from our webinars into our CRM database. And is it Salesforce? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I use in people there. import in case anyone's wondering. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I I have like a whole cheat sheet that she made for me. I watched her do it several times. She watched me do it a couple of times. And like we were good. I know what I'm doing. I I know I know this song and dance. I made the smallest typo in the file that we imported into People Import that then imports everything into Salesforce that literally had a chain reaction on everything. Yeah. And I was just like beside myself, so mad at myself. Cause now my boss is texting me at 630. Oh, this isn't syncing. This isn't syncing. She's on hold with our other, like our email marketing platform. She's on hold with them. I'm frantically Google searching how to troubleshoot this, like how I can restore the files and re-import everything to see if it will sync up properly. And I just, I was so upset at myself and so mad at myself. But now that I've like calmed down a little bit, I'm like, number one, the earth is still spinning on its axis. Like, relax. Corporate America will see another day. It's okay. <laughs> and also, like, I don't know. I think I was just really beating myself up because it was my first time doing this specific task on my own, like, without having my coworker there to be like, hey, can you double check this? Or, hey, like, I have this question. Like, I was on my own. And it was my first time doing it by myself. And I'm just mad at myself that the first time, kind of without training wheels, I messed it up because I know I know how to do it. And well, I feel like it, you have the most valid excuse you'll ever have, though. <laughs> and that's what everyone keeps telling me. They're like, Kylie, it was literally your first time ever doing it without like any sort of support whatsoever. Like, And it was genuinely like in the grand scheme of things, it was like a very minor mistake that I made. Yes, it had like a bigger impact, but it's not like I was freaking messing around, deleting, mass deleting contacts right. or anything like that. Um, so, and I, I know deep down that like my boss obviously knows like, okay, like Kylie made a small mistake. Like you are a human being. I could have been doing, I could have known how to do this for years and still made like the mistake that I made just because I'm a human being. And sometimes that happens. Um, and it looks like everything was fixed. Like I figured out how to fix the imports and re-import everything and everything got re-synced up in our email marketing platform. Like I think it just needed a second. That platform, we use Marketo mm-hmm. for my marketing girlies out there. Um, and I think Marketo just needed a second to recognize that the Salesforce imports had been updated because I had imported and then re-imported so like close to each other. Anyways, I said I wasn't going to get into it because it's super boring, but that's what happened. Anyways, if I I guess, I don't know, no one's perfect. You're going to make mistakes. Like, and I just, I need to learn not to beat myself up for every little mistake. Like, I, I don't do it consistently. I'm not like making huge mess ups consistently at my job. Obviously, if that was the case, then you'd have a different story. But like for someone who is relatively good at their job and like knows what they're doing and is very thorough and pays attention to detail like I need to remember to not like beat myself up when I mess up especially something that I'm brand new to and I'm still kind of learning the ropes to Salesforce and like CRM type mistakes are like so easy to make and it's like annoying because they do have such a trickle down effect um I remember like with my very first internship I it wasn't like the exact same but it was like a similar like CRM mistake um and I remember like I was so panicked, especially like it was my first job ever. Like I feel like I'm very like – I'm very like good with reacting to mistakes now, not only because I've made yeah. a ton, but because like I have interns report to me and they freak out. And so like I just know how to handle it better now. Yeah. Um, but at the time, I like really let it mess with me for a while. And yeah. I remember like at the very end of my co-op, the – I asked if my manager had any like major feedback that I should like keep in mind for like my next role. And he was like, honestly, like don't beat yourself up so much. Like I feel like you – like for the rest of your time, like approached like that system with such hesitancy and like such questioning and like you didn't have to, like it was just like a mistake everyone makes. And so, yeah, don't beat yourself up. It is, I know like the moment of panic where like your heart drops and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. But sounds like you fig- yeah. figured it all out pretty quickly. So. Yeah. So. And while we're here, so I was actually going to talk about my 
piercing thing in my favorite, but I'm just going to talk about it now because I feel like, you know, that ship has sailed. So <laughs> I actually had like the exact same realization with my belly button ring. So I don't have my nose pierced, but I do have my belly button pierced. I also got it, I think, when I was 16. So <laughs> who Love were that. we? I don't know. <laughs> um, but I just feel like my whole – so I also – I've played around with a few different rings, but I've mainly just kept in the same one that I got it pierced with just because it was like the highest quality one. Like it was kind of expensive. So yeah. I just was like, okay, whatever. Um, but I always just kind of felt like, okay, maybe I don't have like a proper like belly button to be pierced. Like I always just kind of was like, I never felt like it looked great on me or like, I never felt like it looked like pictures of what I saw people's belly button piercings look like online. I don't know. I just never felt like it looked the way I wanted it to, but I was like, I have it pierced, like whatever. Yeah. And so I, the other day, well, actually in reality, this was like a month ago. There's like a whole story, but I wanted to switch it out to gold because I realized most of my other jewelry is gold. And I was like, I just want to be cohesive, you know, whatever. And so I went on Etsy and I went to order a gold one and I realized there are different like lengths. And I don't know why this never occurred to me because I guess whatever (laughs) I got was just like the standard length. It's kind of like a barbell, you know, like you unscrew the top and whatever. Yeah. Basically the exact same thing you were describing. And I was like, wait a second. And so I ordered a shorter length one and it looks so much better. Like it sits so much better. It sits like how I see the pictures of people's belly button rings sitting. And I'm like, not me literally eight years later figuring this out. Like, (laughs) Well, and they definitely give you – at least this is what they do for your nose. I'm sure they do it with your belly button. They give you a bigger post because you swell. Right. So you obviously don't want it. I had a 10-millimeter – I realized I had a 10-millimeter one and I got a 6-millimeter one. I'm like, of course it looks better. Like I just have a shorter piercing. So I just never realized that was like the issue. Yeah. But um, it's funny because, yeah, I ordered it like – over a month ago and then it came in and I like didn't screw it in right and I immediately lost the top part and I was like oh man and so I messaged the Etsy seller and I was like can you send me like just the top thing and she was like I actually can't like hygienically like I'll just send you a whole new one and I was like wait that's so nice so I just got the new one in actually so anyway that's a whole thing I'll link the Etsy seller though because it was really nice of them to send me a full other one when it was totally my fault that I just lost the top part so Anyways, longest week in review yeah. ever, but Literally. I think we touched on some good stuff. So yes. let's move into our favorites. Yes. So as Kylie hinted at earlier, so I've had an exercise dress from Outdoor Voices for a while. I've had the traditional one and I think I made it a favorite. Actually, yeah, I think I made it a favorite like a while ago when I first yeah. got it. Um, and so last year they came out with a one shoulder version and I was interested in it, but then I looked into it more and I realized it didn't have the attached shorts. And I was like, well, like literally what is the point if it's not going to have the shorts? Like, yeah, <laughs> cause it, like, why would you want to wear shorts underneath? Like, I just felt like it was yeah. such a weird choice. Um, and so then I went to the outdoor voices store recently and I was looking at them and the girl was like oh yeah those are our new colors like aren't they great and I was like yeah they're so cute but like I wish it had shorts and she was like bestie it does and I was like so they're new ones (laughs) they came out with two new colors that do have shorts and I'll tell you nobody gasses you up like the people at Outdoor Voices like obviously it's their job to like make you buy stuff but they really make you feel good about yourself um so I bought the I forget it's like a blue color yeah I'll also link it below um, a couple weeks ago and I wore it for the first time this weekend because we had like a warm day and I actually walked like four and a half miles to go meet some people. So I was like, perfect. And I love it. Very cute. Um, and I, it is a little pricey. So this is going to get into what Kylie was going to say. It is like $100. Um, but I personally really like and admire and respect Outdoor Voices as a brand. Like they're yeah. female founded. I really like their whole like uh, principle and like value proposition of what they stand for. So like, I feel fine supporting them. Um, but you found like a dupe. So I don't know if you want to share that for cheaper. Yeah. So I also think Outdoor Voices is really cool. I don't own anything from them yet, but I, I do think I'm going to take the plunge and get the, I don't know what they call it, but the bike chard. Oh, the one that, that I have. have. Yeah. Um, I forget. Zoom maybe the Zoom bike tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do think I'm gonna p- take the plunge with that. But when Abercrombie was having their 25% off sale, I was you know moseying around the website and they have a bunch of exercise dresses out now, and they also have a one shoulder lined exercise dress. And I believe when it's not on sale, it's like seventy dollars ish. Uh, but I got it on sale for fifty two or something like that. And they had it in black, white, orange, and green. 
So I got the orange. I'll let you know when it comes in, like how yeah, I actually I was gonna feel. Say, we'll have to do like a comparison yeah. quality-wise if it's worth um, the Outdoor Voices one or not. Yeah, but I have high hopes. I mean, I feel like Abercrombie is like yeah, pretty good I was quality. surprised when you sent it to me. I was surprised that it said online only because I feel like that's something that would sell like so well in stores. So I wonder how they like decide. I think it's thing, because but. it's literally brand new. Like I think mm. it was just added because I li- – I, I'm You're a browser. Like, I actually look at it every single day. So I'm like, I'm, I like to browse every once in a while. And Abercrombie especially, I like to browse and think about all the stuff I would buy if I had unlimited money. And I have not seen it before. So take that for what you will. Um, And then for my actual favorite, I wanted to talk about the super group Unseen Sunscreen. So I popped into Sephora, my local Sephora. And they had a little uh, kit, and it was $25 for a mini unseen sunscreen, a mini glow screen, and the mm. uh, mini play lotion, which is like their body sunscreen. Okay. And I was like, 25 bucks, I'll get to try them. Like, sold. Okay. And so I've started by only using the unseen sunscreen. Besties, pro tip if you are like acne prone or if you have like really sensitive skin try to limit to trying one product at a time so that way if you have a reaction you can link it back to that so i'm starting with just the unseen sunscreen i haven't mixed in i guess the play screen only goes on your body so i haven't tried the glow screen yet but it reminds me a lot do you remember i cannot remember the brand but the korean sunscreen that i got and loved and was allergic to you mean Purito? Purito, yes. <laughs> Not yes. it right next to me, the one you gave me? Yes. Um. So the Purito sunscreen, I loved it from a formula perspective. It's like clear and like silicone almost. It feels like a primer. Yeah, yeah like a – yeah. And so the idea is that it doesn't give you a white cast, obviously. It blends into your skin much better. But the Purito one, I was horribly – allergic to like full-on rash allergic to and so I couldn't use it so I gave it to my good friend Anya but I've been ever since then I've been in the market for like a good sunscreen I just haven't found something that I liked and the unseen sunscreen from Supergroup has the same exact texture like it's the same it reminds me so much of it and so far I've been using it for like five days now no rash no rash in sight Supergoop to me at least is like the SPF brand mm-hmm. like right now. And I saw that they they have SPF in like literally everything. They even have like cute like shimmery eyeshadows with SPF that I've been yeah. wanting to try. Um so yeah, I really like Supergoop as a brand. I haven't tried anything. So, I'm interested in that set. Not to be confused with Goop because yeah, that no, is a very no, different. No, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow has no place here. Thank you so much. No, um but yeah, no, Supergoop. Not yeah, I, I was confused by that at one point. I was like, wait, is this Gwyneth Paltrow? No, like, I definitely have line? been confused yeah. too. I, I wonder if the brands like find that annoying. Like who was there first? I don't know. I think Goop was first. Probably. But but, um, but yeah, so if you've been in the market for a sunscreen, I honestly recommend the kit. I think that's a really great way. I'm excited to try the glow screen for sure. Is that like a highlight? Do. Yeah, it's just like a shimmery. Mm. It's like a pink tinted shimmery sunscreen. Cullen vibes. Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to look like I'm just trying to look like a Twilight Universe vampire this summer. Thank you so much. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. All right. Well, with that, let's move into our main episode topic. We are going to talk about protecting your peace. Yes. So, what does that even mean? Tell yeah. us, Kylie. I would love to tell you. So if you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diasty in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstrual can use 
include anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. Protecting your peace means caring for and safeguarding your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self from internal and external disruption. So like Anya said at the beginning of the episode, kind of learning to handle the natural disruptions and stress that come with you or that come with just like life in general, finding a way to really care for and um, protect yourself from those disruptions and find a way to find peace in the chaos, so to speak. Yeah. And I feel like this whole concept is like recognizing that you'll never – you'll never be able to curate like complete peace around you. Like I feel like even the most – idyllic lifestyles have some stressors. Oh, for sure. Um, But it's sort of like making sure that you have the tools to deal with stress when it comes so that it isn't like something that like basically shuts you down. So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. And in researching for this episode, I came across, I think it was like a blog. So I'll link this down below. The author was named Jessica Macy. And I just really liked this quote. So I literally just included it like word for word. I just wanted to read it for you guys. Mm-hmm. So it says, protecting your peace is creating and maintaining a healthy environment for growth. Here's the thing with peace. It has to be pursued. You have to choose peace, create an environment for peace, and maintain peace. It doesn't just magically happen, right? Life can be chaotic if we're not intentional. We can easily be pulled in 15 different directions at once, especially with our phones. It feels like people have constant access to us and get to dictate what we're doing and when we're doing it. But that does not have to be true, even if it feels like that's the norm for most people. Your peace is your responsibility, and it's your job to protect it from outside circumstances. Peace is an inner job. Outside circumstances should not influence your peace. Outside circumstances totally influence our feelings, but peace is a choice. It's how we respond to the circumstances. I feel like peace is going to stop sounding like a word by yeah. the time we're done with this. But um, yeah, I really liked what she said. Like there's a difference between circumstances affecting your feelings versus affecting like your stress levels and like, I don't know, just like health basically. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, so we're just going to be chatting about ways to make sure that you're protecting yourself from the sort of overstimulation and anxiety that comes with being a human being uh, so that you can put your energy towards things you care about. So whatever that means for you, whatever goals and dreams and aspirations you have in your life, you can start taking time to actually work towards those instead of getting bogged down by stress and anxiety and worrying about the typo that you made in the Excel spreadsheet that got put into people import. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's a good reference that you just made because I think sometimes (laughs) – I'm like just trying to spin it. Love that. Um, Sometimes the things that disrupt you can also be like your goals. Yeah. So it's inevitable that you're going to have to live with them. Like maybe you have career aspirations. I don't know. Maybe you're going to make a mistake every once in a while. So like learning how to deal with that – and in a productive way and like making yeah. sure that you have like a strong sense of self and don't let it like ruin your yeah. life. Cough, yeah. Cough. What's funny is <laughs> – what's funny is, is I, obviously I went like was talking to my dad and I was saying – I was talking to him about how I was like beating myself up. And then I was like, okay, I have to go record the podcast with Anya now. And he was like, oh, what are you guys like chatting about this week? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh, we're just talking about how to like protect your inner peace. He goes, all right, you go record that now. 
Yeah. I was like, don't call me I'm the walking example. Thank you. I have reached Nirvana in this category. I I am anxiety personified talking about peas. Thank you. Thank you so much. So now we're going to kind of chat about different ways to protect your peace now that we know what the whole concept means. So I think the obvious, you know, first step here is just to pay attention to the things that make you feel bad, the things that bring you anxiety, the things that give you a bad gut feeling. And I think sometimes like, like the blog was saying, like our environments are just so chaotic that we might not even have a sense for like what is actually bothering us. Um, And so I think it's really important to start paying attention to the way different things make you feel, maybe, you know, doing some journaling on it. Um, But that's, basically the first step to knowing how to achieve peace is knowing what does not what brings you the antithesis of peace which is stress i guess <laughs> yeah disruption <laughs> right um but yeah kind of going off what you were saying there's so much going on in our daily lives that we might not even actually be aware like consciously as we move throughout our day of what is specifically making us anxious so sometimes you do have to like really sit yourself down and like reflect on your day and what triggered those high peak anxiety moments or those high stress moments in your day? Was it people import? Me too. No. (laughs) Um, So this can be anything from topics that get brought up, places, habits, or even people. Um, And a note on cutting out people. So these are kind of like parameters to gauge whether or not you like want these people want certain people in your life, whether or not they are disrupting your peace, yeah. so to speak. And I, I think, think we Anya, talked about this. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think we talked about this a little bit in our like friendship episode yeah, from a while yeah. ago. So if you want more on this topic, go listen to that. But yeah. Um, but just some like questions to ask yourself. Are you around people who do nothing but complain? Are you in a relationship with someone who always puts you down? Do you have a friend who is gossipy and self-absorbed? Um, having people like this in your life are who are constantly focused on the negative or treat you poorly is a surefire way to destroy your own peace and affect the direction of your life, honestly. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, I can speak from personal experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Sub-tweet>. <laughs> uh, so you want to choose your company wisely and you don't want to be afraid to cut out people who are bringing you down, who are like truly disrupting your inner peace. Um, and if that is someone that you can't completely stop contact with, like a parent or a sibling, because I know, I think, unfortunately, it's pretty common for a close family member to be a huge disruption of your peace, uh, try to find ways to limit how much time you spend around them or confront them about how they make you feel and see if you could reach some sort of compromise or resolution to mm-hmm. the issue. Yeah, and I think we might have also touched on this in that episode, but I feel like in general, I have like kind of mixed feelings on the the mindset of like you need to cut people out that are to like, you know, like it, mm-hmm. just cut people out from your life if they're not on your like wavelength or if they're not like aspiring for the same success as you and like all this stuff. Um, I think, you know, in the end, you definitely need to do what's best for you. And I actually have had to make some hard choices, like when it comes to friendship this year. So I'm feeling this more now than I have before. But at the same time, I think it's, you know, worth recognizing that like everyone else in your life is also human. So rather than just kind of like being like, you're always negative, like cutting you out, like (laughs) maybe kind of (laughs) taking that as an opportunity to like check in with them and understand if they're like going through something and might need your support like particularly at this time it's a really delicate balance because obviously like other people's energy have so much impact on you and it's not fair to be dragged down by people that are super negative but at the same time like you don't know what they're going through maybe they're not sharing things that they're going through so I would say just like give a lot of thought about if it's like a friendship that you really value and you want to like have that conversation I think it's fine to cut out like acquaintances that are always complaining but oh yeah um I think when it comes to like friendship, I just think there's a lot of narrative right now, especially like on TikTok and stuff that's like cut yeah. out the toxic people. And it's like, well, mm, you know, people are really the only thing you have. So like, yeah, yeah. think like, you know, yeah. do what's best for you. But I would say like give it some thought. 
Yeah. I think what's funny, I'm like, I'm going to be as vague as possible. But Mm -hmm. what's funny is I feel like (laughs) we had experiences where I had a very obvious like no ifs, ands, or buts. This is a cut. This is like a very mm-hmm. <laughs> like unanimously decided cut out of my personal life. Whereas you kind of like you were alluding to had a bit more of that gray area of like, well, this is this isn't toxicity. This is a person being in like an imperfect person. And am I gonna yeah. just throw that away? Because right now it's not jiving super well with me. Exactly. I don't know. So again, I think Sometimes it is very obvious when there should be a cut. Like, I have no doubt in my mind that I made the right (laughs) choice of being brutal and cutting. Um, But I also think, you know, especially if you are dealing with someone that you've known for a decent amount of time, like, if you know them to be a naturally positive or generally positive person, and right now in their life they're going through, like, a very complainy portion or you're noticing that they complain more or a bit more negative, like – I think it is reasonable to stop yourself and be like, well, is something going on that I don't know about? Because I haven't noticed before that they are, you know, X, Y, Z way. Yeah. And I'm not just going to like abandon them when they could be going through something that I'm just not seeing right now um, that's causing that sort of shift in energy, I guess. Yeah. Um, So yeah, like you said, it's a balance. Yeah. Like you want people in your life that are going to be value add, but you can't Someone temporarily not being a value add is not a reason yeah. to cut them out. However, someone being like constantly negative and, you know, disrespecting like you or like your life choices, that's definitely a reason to cut someone out and protect your peace. So yeah, for sure. Proceed with caution. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Our next tip is to say no if you need to and avoid spaces, environments, settings that don't feel right. Um, and this kind of, I feel like gets back to what you were saying a couple weeks ago with like, you had this plan and you decided to stay in for your weekend review. Um, and I feel like that was a good example of you protecting your peace. Like you could have gone out, kept the plans as usual, but, um, just something, you know, your gut feeling was like, I need this time to rest and rejuvenate. So I think that's like a really, you know, basic example of protecting your peace. But also I feel like we all have like gut feelings of like, should I really go to this party with this group or like I'm really not feeling this outing today or I never feel comfortable at this specific person's house. So I feel like kind of um, avoiding letting like the social pressures of like what you should be doing and like not being afraid to say no to protect yourself and your peace is a good skill. Yeah. As an introvert, the sexual tension between me and canceling plans is always palpable. It's always palpable. <laughs> I get a rush, honestly. No, I'm kidding. Um, the next tip, and you kind of started to allude to this earlier, is to journal or do some sort of – I don't even want to say creative activity, but I guess creative activity that helps you get out any negative thoughts or feelings that you have um, kind of rambling on inside your head. Get them out there. So for me, it's journaling. And sometimes I even find it helpful if I've had like a particularly stressful day to like write out a schedule of everything that happened that day. And then sure enough, you'll see like, oh, okay, there was trigger number one that caused me a lot of stress. Oh, okay. I think this was trigger number two that helped it. You know what I mean? Just to get an mm-hmm. idea of I'm, – I'm using the word trigger like loosely here. Um, but just to figure out like what it is that like really disrupted you that day. Um, And if your brain works differently, like maybe like painting will help you like kind of conceptualize those thoughts or songwriting or playing the piano. I don't know. Whatever your prerogative is, um, just doing something to get the feelings out of your head so that you can actually like feel like they're a tangible thing that you can work with, I think is like a huge step in understanding how what disruptions really come at your piece throughout the day. Yeah, and I think just having like a hobby as a distraction, if nothing else, is also a big help. For sure. The next one is to make sure that you're also paying attention to your body here. So making sure that you're nourishing your body, building in time for mindfulness throughout the day. I think I speak for most of us when I say that I think, you know, anxiety tends to go up if you are like indoors (laughs) for an extended period of time. Um, And so I think a great way to protect your peace is to like 
schedule in, you know, maybe it's a morning walk, maybe it's a lunchtime walk, maybe it's just you working outside on your laptop instead of inside. Um, But I think that's a huge thing. And people often don't give enough credit, especially like in COVID times, or I feel like pre-pandemic, like we just had a lot of sort of mindless, like embedded outside time, because it's like you're walking to your car, you're walking to the subway, whatever. Yeah. But it's like, I literally could go days without leaving my house easily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like putting in the work to schedule those times and maybe be away from your phone, you know, like everyone has different things that bring them stress. So just kind of creating opportunities to get away from those things and have some like you time out um, outside is a big for thing. Sure. For sure. We would be nothing without our lunchtime walks. Nothing. Correct. <laughs> I didn't go on it today and I see I'm all uh- out of sorts. I thank God I did. Otherwise, I'd be mm. quite the mess right now. I bet. Um, the next one is to declutter your physical environment. You know what they say: a clean room is a clean mind. I don't know if that's what they say. I think that I'm being. I think I'm <laughs> I think, close. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, now, this is a case of do as I say and not as I do. But I am moving soon, and I am in the phases of going through all of my copious belongings because I'm a material girl, so I own a lot of things. And so, yeah, uh, but I've definitely noticed like a shift in like since I have sort of various piles of things and I'm aware of how much stuff I have and that I need to like go through it all. It is very like anxiety inducing at times. I'm like, I don't want to be in my room right now because this is getting out of hand. Um So I think that just goes to show that like really decluttering your physical environment and prioritizing, keeping it clean, keeping it organized, making sure everything has a home uh, is a huge sort of subconscious factor in maintaining your peace throughout the day. Certainly. Certainly, bestie. (laughs) You knew this one was coming, but it is to reduce your media consumption and also pay attention to what you're consuming. Like I think a lot of, you know, more like explicit content is very like normalized these days, but that could be like a major stressor. Like maybe you're watching Euphoria because everyone and their mother told you to watch Euphoria, but like you're noticing that you're like not sleeping. It's like, well, (laughs) maybe like take a look at that because it's not the lightest (laughs) show in the world. So, um, so yeah, media consumption, both from like a recreational media and also like news. Um, I think for me, personally news is it's such a it goes back to like the cutting people out thing like it's such a delicate balance I feel like because it's like obviously we all want to be informed on what's going on in the world we all want to be like global citizens and whatnot but you can't let it like interrupt your daily life um and stress you out to the point that like you can't be productive in what you need to do yeah and achieve what you want to achieve um so if you find that you know, the news makes you really anxious. Something to think about. I at one point had to like, what's the thing on TikTok where you basically like ask to be shown less of this content? Oh, like um, the not interested thing? Yeah. Like I had to do that with like the COVID news at one point because like I was just – it was way too much. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, again, a delicate, delicate balancing act, but yeah, just another tip. For sure. This is a complete side note. Um. But I think I've talked about how I get together with my friends Kate and Hannah every week for Bachelor. And we're in between Bachelor seasons. And Kate's never seen Euphoria. So we're starting it from the beginning. And That's I such a good way to so spend excited. this time. Yeah. I, I was so actually thinking excited. of rewatching it too. Yeah. Anyways, if it doesn't protect your peace, don't listen right. to us. Like it's really <laughs> – it's a good show, but it's not worth disrupting your inner peace for it by any means. Yeah. Um, but stay tuned for weekend reviews because I'm excited to see if I notice anything. Mm. different um but back to the topic at hand on a similar note to reducing your media consumption and paying attention to what you're consuming stop comparing yourself to others especially people who you do not actually know in your own life so i'm talking influencers celebrities so on and so forth I think obviously you shouldn't compare yourself to anyone regardless of if you know them like the back of your hand or you haven't said two words to them because at the end of the day like you can know so much about a person and still not know like the small little nagging thought 
that they deal with on a day-to-day basis. You know what I mean? That brings them disruption. You know, Anya and I have known each other for years and I feel like we are still learning stuff about each other, learning little ticks and things like that because that's just like how it is. Um, people are complex. There's a lot to unpack. People change. What causes disruptions to your peace may change throughout your life. So all that is just to say that you really don't know what's going know what's going on behind an Instagram post. You don't know what's going on behind a TikTok. That person could be really going through it. And so taking the time to compare yourself to someone, to feel like you're falling behind on someone or um, compared to someone, it's just nothing. Like, honestly, if you had asked me before this episode, because Anya and I were chatting, like, if you had asked me, oh, do you think Anya's ever made a mistake at work? I'd be like, oh, probably not. She's pretty, she's pretty type A. Like she's, I know that she's like a perfectionist and like she's very thorough and like pays attention to details. She just probably has never made a mistake. And like, that's something that I would like let, like, I even think about that with like the coworker that I'm working for mm-hmm. right now. I'm like, she's probably never made a mistake ever. Like I'm willing to bet that she's probably never made a mistake. And when you really sit down and think about it, you're like, mm, you can be really good at your job and make plenty of mistakes. Like, they and are you not. need an answer to that interview <laughs> yeah. question anyway. So now exactly. you've got one. Ex- but it's just, it's funny how in the moment <laughs> you like disregard that and you're like, well, I bet everyone around me is perfect. And it's actually me that's the problem. I'm the problem. I'm the drama. I'm the chaos. So that's cool. And so it's just, but you see how that's like a useless way mindset, to spend time. Yeah. It's a useless mindset. So just, and it's especially useless when it's someone that you do not even know at all. Yeah. Um, and that your you, piece, yeah. Gone. For what? For and for what? For what? <laughs> oh, so I, as you can probably tell, I'm talking to myself almost as much as I'm talking to you guys. But yeah, just stop comparing yourself. We talk about this in so many episodes, but it literally really like, is like such the a central root. theme. It's yeah. especially as women, it's such a root of so many problems that I feel like we go through because we there's just societal expectations, man. They're you hate to see them trash. Em. Yeah. trash I hate it out here <laughs> yeah. But yeah I feel like another thing our next point is also like a central theme I think particularly a central theme of our episodes back in 2020 um and it is to work on letting go of what you can't control so like if you go back and listen to our episodes from like summer fall 2020 I feel like this was like everything we talked about yeah because we were in such a I mean this was a very drastic example of not being able to control things you know we were home because of covid we weren't living the post-grad life that we expected we would live um but i think you know it definitely can disrupt your peace if you're like overthinking every little aspect of your day of your life that you have no control over um and so one suggestion is even to make a list of things in your life that you can control and then a list of things that you can't control um, and I've feel like I've been better about this recently. Like I feel like I've seen growth in myself. So maybe I'll think about like what strategies I've used. Um, but there was something recently where I was like, you know, I think a year ago me would be really worried about this, but I have released it to the universe. I am protecting <laughs> my peace. <laughs> Love that. So. Love that. I'm like, well, when you figure out what you did, you let me know. <laughs> you call me you give me a ring um but no it is it's very true if you can't control it then literally all you're doing is wasting your time worrying about it so definitely important take out your journal take out your paintbrush whatever the hell you do and figure out what you can and can't control and then the last tip that we're going to chat about for a little bit is set boundaries and respect other people's boundaries this is huge um both for yourself and truthfully for your relationships with other people. Uh, And I think a big one, and this is via Jessica Macy, who is we quoted at the beginning of the episode, turn off notifications on your phone, put it on do not disturb or focus mode or whatever. They like changed it, whatever your preferred do not disturb setting is. Uh, And do not feel guilty for not being immediately accessible to everyone. And I know Anya, you have... You have big opinions on I feel, this. I feel very strongly about this. Um, I actually have my phone on Do Not Disturb always. Same. <laughs> and I have for several years. Same. <laughs> um, and it's funny because I never really thought it was weird. Um, but one time my mom 
called me and like went straight to voicemail because that's what it'll do uh, if you have it on the setting. And I think I hadn't like updated her new phone to like be one of my favorites, whatever. So she went straight to voicemail and she was like, that was so weird. Like I didn't even like ring. And I was like, oh, it's because I have my phone on do not disturb. She was like all the time. And I was like, yeah, I don't like, I want to decide when people have access to me. And I feel like that is such a way to like reclaim your peace and like your power is to like not be getting notifications all the time. So I actually even did this with some of my work notifications, which might sound crazy to you depending on like the environment that you work in. But I was finding for me, it was really disrupting like the flow of getting into certain tasks to have like my Slack notifications on or like my email notifications on. And so I'll like warn people, like I do this maybe like, you know, once every couple of weeks, like when I really have to like heads down and focus on something, but I'll put like a Slack status that says like, you know, really uh, focused time on this, like text me if it's urgent. Um, And my phone's on do not disturb. Love that. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm a fake and a phony, but it's fine. (laughs) I'm like, you literally cannot access me if you can. Thank you. Um, But I feel like it's been really helpful because it's not only – Obviously, it takes you out of your, like, productivity flow to, like, see – you know, what happens to me is, like, I get a quick ask and it's, like, I know it would take me, like, five minutes to answer that, but then it's going to take me 15 minutes to get back into what I was trying to do. Yeah. Um, Versus if I just, you know, answer in, like, an hour, they're not – they're not affected in any drastic way, but I have finished up what I'm trying to do. Whatever. So I think this has been really huge for me in being able to protect my peace because – Like you should be able to control when people have access to you. And I think this was easier in an office setting because people could kind of see if you were like busy and like type, type, type in a way. Yeah. Um, Whereas when you're work from home, like people don't really have a sense for like what you're working on. And like it doesn't, you know, it's it doesn't feel rude or anything to like slack someone. Like I think you're fully in your right to do that. But I think, you know, just remembering that like you don't owe anyone a literal immediate turnaround because that's how I used to be. And I like was positively known for that on my team. They're like, oh my God, Anya answers so quick. And it's like, that's good. But at the same time, like I'm probably being 70% as productive as I could be because I'm I'm like immediately interrupting what I'm doing. So this is like in a life sense, but also don't be afraid to like think about it in a work work sense because I feel like it's actually helped me a lot. Um, And just like when emails come in, like I'm like, I'll answer that like today. I don't need to answer that like right now. You know what I mean? So yeah. Think about that with like texts, calls. You know who's great about this? Hannah. Hannah, (laughs) if you're listening, our friend Hannah is like the worst at using her phone. She would say this herself. So, um, oh, we had her as a guest, Hannah from Rugget, if you listen to that. Um, She will literally get back to you like a week later. And it's never like malintent. It's just that she like protects her peace so hard. And I respect that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I respect it too. Do not disturb is a is a new feature in my life. I could I wouldn't say I've had it for years, but in law school, I started mm. putting my phone on do not disturb, mainly because I was too busy destroying my own peace to let anyone else <laughs> disrupt it. <laughs> but like, I got it, guys. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I need backup here. Thank you. Um, but yeah, and I haven't changed it since. I will say I have an elite group of people who, you know how with the new setting you can like have certain people not be affected? Still come through. I have an elite group of people that I allow through. Anya is one of them, in case you were wondering. Oh, I'm like, you're not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I actually put you at the bottom. Like I made sure that your notifications come through like 24 hours later. No, No, I just haven't Um, really done that for anyone. I think I only have it for Grant in case there's like an emergency with our apartment because that's what my anxiety tells me is happening every time I leave. But See, I have you for the podcast because I'm like, oh, oh like I'm just afraid. Yeah, I'm like afraid like something's <laughs> going to happen and you're going to need to like reach me. Um, And I have my parents for the same reason that you have Grant because I'm like yeah. oh, if in like an emergency situation I don't want. And I think I have my brother who lives with us too. Yeah. Um, I'm like, so there's my elite list. <laughs> it's all, <laughs> it's all uh, strategy or safety. Thank you. <laughs> um, But yeah, I think that's like a really good point. It's, you know, you don't need to be accessible on your phone all the time. And half the time, like, you're it's not never, getting... It's almost never. Yeah. Urgent. Yeah. Almost exactly. never. <laughs> and if it is, like, the person will figure out how to reach you. Like, if they call right. you twice, it goes through on Do Not Disturb. Yeah. So if it's really urgent, they will probably call you twice. <laughs> yeah. And and you'll go, you'll see the notification and you'll figure out what's going on. And it's a 30-second delay. So. I feel like this is my favorite – if I had to advocate for just one tip on this list, if I had to pick one takeaway – it would be this one. Like, 
set set boundaries when yeah. with how people can reach you. I feel like that's such a big way to protect your peace. Yeah, for sure. But with that, that is everything we have on protecting your peace. I feel much calmer. Like I came into this episode, I was saying to Anya, um, like I felt like I was like recovering from an anxiety attack starting this episode. And now I'm like, okay. We got um I touched grass. I'm feeling better. <laughs> and it's all gonna be that's that's what I wanna leave us with. Just go out, touch grass. Sometimes that's what you gotta do. You just gotta touch I'm grass. I'm like, you're on a walk so. right now listening to this. Touch Pause. grass. Touch grass. <laughs> or if you're not anywhere near grass, metaphorically touch grass. Like just remember, it's fine. Nothing is that urgent, nothing is that crazy to disrupt your inner peace over. And so I hope that's like the takeaway that you got from this episode and that you got some tangible things to do to help you with that. I'll be implementing some myself. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So you guys know what to do. You can follow us on Instagram. You can submit comments to our anonymous suggestion box. You can always ask us for advice, either anonymously or not. And with that, we will chat with you guys next week. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.